everybody, Golden here with this week's offer, which is 25% off of Alien Isolation. With this being October and Halloween fast approaching, why don't you go ahead and uh, scare yourself to death by playing one of the highly anticipated games coming out. Uh, go ahead and go to the URL OfferGB.com slash capital S, capital H, one capital F, lowercase m, and you can go ahead and get the offer there. Just go ahead and follow the instructions on the page and enjoy Alien Isolation with 25% off. Uh, thanks for listening and enjoy the show. I'm your host, Golden, and today we have a very special Brewmaster episode to kind of go over the final, uh, you know, phase tunings and, you know, gear choices, things like that, how uh, Brewmaster monks are looking for WAD. This will be the last show until actually WAD is released. Um, I will definitely try to get, uh, you know, the experts back on afterwards and kind of go over how WAD is looking, of course, depending on schedule, because everybody's going to be farming up those heroic instances and pvp to get all that good gear since we have a couple weeks until the first uh, raid tier opens and so uh, today we have with me is uh, rig Neros from blood legion is back how are you doing today rig hey what's up man uh doing pretty good um as always happy to be on the show and then uh we have uh Le Blue from uh premeditated on uh, storm rage and then also monk meditation a uh, staple brewmaster there how are you doing t- today Le Blue? Uh, doing all right. I've uh, been playing a lot more Diablo than <laughs> WoW lately. Of course, I lost my Demon Hunter this morning, so I'll probably yeah, play a bit I know, more you, WoW. You kind of scared a lot of people when you're like, oh, rest in, rest in peace, uh, the uh, oh, yeah. uh, blue. People were like, what? No, because like, you know, you know, a lot of stuff has been kind of going on in the game recently for monks, and some people are kind of folding in a tent. They're just like throwing the arms up and like, I'm done type of stuff. So, nope, just uh, pushed a little too hard on greater risks and <laughs> got gibbed. So, that's how the cookie crumbles. Okay, so we'll kind of just jump right into this first topic. And it kind of, you know, with just the recent patch that just came out, they're actually pushing one live now. So, nothing's really data mined right now. But the, the last night they actually pushed one, uh, pushed another patch. And they're just really kind of doing these frequent tunings like they're tuning 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 like the last little tweaks on it and they actually nerfed a lot of damage to brewmasters which is and well and and uh windwalkers as well but i thought it was kind of interesting that you know blackout kick damage was nerfed jab damage was nerfed tiger palm damage was nerfed uh spinning carrying kick damage was nerfed a uh, rushing jade was also uh nerfed and then keg smash so it looks like and to me, at least from the first look at it, it's just toning down on the brewmaster damage. They did do a little bit of tweaks on some of the other ones, but they're more of like tooltip fixes, uh, specifically Bladestorm for Warriors. Um, so I guess then, like, Rig, what are your thoughts on that, where it's just like a whole bunch of nerfs just kind of coming in? Is this just more tuning and getting things mm-hmm. right? I mean, ultimately, it, it is more tuning. Um, it just, I don't know. It, it, it's kind of like a. Not too much has changed since last time I was on the show from my opinion on kind of where mugs stand. I still think that overall they're going to be viable, but at the same time I feel like there's just so many classes that can do everything that they're doing better. And like mm-hmm. uh, one of the main things that we were looking at is like, well, it, the monk is going to be very, uh, you know, any fight with a lot of AE and things like that, the monk just has like such a, you know, solid tool toolkit for Dealing with that, and you know, a lot of that was based on the amount of damage they were able to output. So, I mean, if it affected them, uh, I mean, obviously, I would have to test it. But if it if it ends up putting them, you know, even on par or behind another set of tanks, that just kind of takes away one of the strong suits that they had going for them, which is going to be even more frustrating because, yeah, I was already I felt that they were in a pretty frustrating spot. And then I guess I'd throw the same question to you with the, you know, looking at these patch notes. Uh, I mean, really, it's just, you know, flat out damage reductions in, in the in the uh, the uh, calculations. And they did also buff Tiger Strike. So that's up a little bit. And, you know, some theory crafting has, has been that's kind of even. But, you know, the AOE has been reduced. Do you feel the same way as Rig? Yeah, I'm. I, unless I see something crazy mechanically happened, I'm not too concerned with just numbers jumping up and down. Personally, um, I'm obviously not like as big on the whole. It must be the very, very best, but it's nothing like it's, it's nothing crazy. I'm not concerned about it right now when when we're doing significantly worse 
when Mythic actually starts, I'll be worried. But till then. So, yeah, just is uh, kind of, you know, a little, little frustrating, like you mentioned, Rig, about how, you, you know, hoping that monks would just get this either like a toolkit fix to maybe like guard or something like, you know, make it to where there's a little bit better the smoothness of the damage taken and not make it so where it's like two hit. It's like it's almost like going in like monks are playing in, in uh, you know, uh, like T.O.T. again. Right. And then all Ooh. the other classes are at least warriors in particular are just looking so strong with all their toolkit. Yeah, I think. I mean, like I said, it's not that Monk is, like, horrible right now. It's just that I think that more so, like you mentioned, Paladin and Warrior are kind of, like, in their own league right now because the the deal with them um, from just damage smoothness. I mean, I I, I played uh, a lot of the Monk during Mythic testing. I played a lot of Warrior and uh, even messed around with the DK and such. But uh, it just... And it, it, it's it's very frustrating because I don't want to see them nerfing paladins and warriors because when I play my warrior or uh, paladin and whatnot, it, it just it feels good. But when I play my monk or my death knight, or it just you feel super vulnerable. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. like what I feel like they're going to end up doing is you're going to see nerfs probably coming to warriors or paladins, and it's just going to be like that's the opposite of what needs to happen. I feel like they just need to buff monks because there were several times during mythic testing I. No joke, was getting two shot. I'm not. I'm 100 percent serious. So like, I mean, with, I saw that too. And, and, yeah, and it was. Um, I forget which uh, one of the bosses um, would be Gruul. Uh, be one of them. No, it was one of the bosses in High Mall. I actually forget the name of the one that it was on, but was, uh, I do remember specifically. It was I had. No. And what is the next to last boss called? What's his name? The, um. Okay, it's the mag- the guy with the absorb barrier, the magic yeah, that, absorb barrier, that guy, right? That guy right there. That was one of them. I know that. And it was just, you know, shuffles up, everything's fine, and he just two hits you. And it's just like, wait, what? And it, it's it's just, I felt like I was on a death knight in Cataclysm. That's legitimately what it felt like. Uh, I could probably actually find a video for you of when we were doing PTR testing on uh, Warmaster Blackthorn on uh, Gunship during Dragon Soul. <laughs> and I got... Uh, like alpha strike basically I was full health and died on my death knight and it kind of it reminded me of that and which it's the opposite of what I feel like a monk should be you know mm-hmm. I mean a monk is supposed to be the leather equivalent of consistent damage intake whereas a druid it's like super RNG because you have savage defense and you're compensated with high armor and high HP you're supposed to be kind of like a meat shield the monk doesn't have this super inflated you know armor value and HP and things like that but they have shuffle, and shuffle is the you know it's supposed to. I mean, you are required to have it up 100 percent of the time, and if you, um, you know, avoidance is part of their toolkit, but at the same time, you're not expected to get two shot on really any tank, regardless of the tank. I mean, that's just not fun gameplay, where you know you're dying within just over a global, and uh, so. Who knows? Maybe they've did some boss tuning since then. I obviously I don't work at Blizzard, and I can't tell you exactly their thought process behind a lot of these changes. But um, that is one thing that's kind of got me worried going forward is you know their lack of strength compared to the block tanks because block tanks mm-hmm. right now are just in their own league. And do you think that mainly just resolves because it's the initial tier that's coming in where, I mean, I remember other classes being really good and really potent and beginning a mop. And then all of a sudden the brewmaster was, people started discovering him. I think it was during Galaron progression and, you know, especially the, uh, was it the Windlord and actually doing that kind of stuff where they were like, oh, you know, actually this monks are pretty strong right here. If you get a, you know, certain things happening. And then it's like, then when TOT came out, monks were kind of like the go-to tank, especially you know, Rod Den, you basically had to have one or you couldn't really do it at all um, compared to the well, other even ones. in Yeah, even in Terrace, they had already came on as, you know, in Shaw, they were mm-hmm. super strong on Shaw and things mm-hmm. like that. So, I mean, like, it's, I definitely think it, a lot of it is the scaling issue. And uh, I remember saying this on the show to you before. It's like, you can't really do a lot about it without re-nerfing like, it once the scaling catches up. So, um, it's... I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe we just have to deal with them being a little weaker early on, but it is frustrating because that is what I want to play. I actually desire to play that more than the Death Knight, this upcoming tier, which is the first tier I can really say that about. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, I've pretty much given up on Death Knights. I mean, you know, I yeah. know some on podcasts, but, I mean, that's, yeah. 
I'm just well, going to yeah, throw a towel in there. Yeah, I mean, it's and it looks like that's how Deathlands are looking out, even on the DPS side. I mean, they're looking like they're really kind of you know so you know so called getting the shaft as far as the class goes, which is really disappointing. Thinking how much you know going from Wrath when they were so OP and you know mm-hmm. the number one class everybody wanted to be to being now it's almost like the least desired, except for a grip. <laughs> you know, whenever an AOE grip, yeah. that's all you need one for is just to you know grip the adds and the AOE down and stun. Um, yeah, they're definitely going to have their niche fights, I'm mm-hmm. sure. Like, and that's you're never going to get rid of that. But as far as them being like a consistently solid option, mm-hmm. I think that they've you know Blizzard has made sure that that's not really happening. And I guess, like you mentioned, how monks have been playing out with as far as the gear goes, and this kind of you know just you know jumps right into our next discussion. That point I wanted to go over, and that you actually mentioned to me was the lack of set bonuses from gear drops in the first uh, instance. And I guess, and I guess, let everybody know what, what exactly what you're going across at that point of how it's going to be playing out for tanks specifically. Okay. Yeah. Um... Let me actually just get up this image here, which has all of them on there. So if anybody, uh, maybe who hasn't seen the monk set bonuses, just to go over them real quick. Your two-piece dodging an attack generates two energy. Okay, and your four-piece, when you purify brew, you gain one stack of elusive brew. And this is after nerfs. Uh, I forget what the two-piece was initially, but I do know the four-piece was the, the most attractive part of it, which was anytime you purified brew you gained four stacks of elusive mm-hmm. brew, which was actually really nice, and it kind of helped a lot with the early on struggle of the monk. And I was like, well, this is awesome. They've kind of took the uh, you know, the drawbacks of a monk scaling, which is you know, you don't have a lot of crit, you don't have a lot of EB stacks and things like that, and they've kind of fixed it with this four-piece. I was super happy about it. And then all of a sudden it got nerfed from four stacks to one stack, and it went from being like, okay, this is cool, to okay, what the F is going on? Because, I mean... Honestly, how often do you find yourself purifying brew and you're gaining one stack of elusive brew now? I mean, yeah. it's like, I, I just, it felt like, I mean, I would say go from four to three maybe, but I mean, they went straight from four stacks to one stack. And, you know, it's one thing to see the set bonus not being super good or OP or whatever you want to call it, but then you go and compare it to the other tanks. And that's where the frustrating part comes in because, you know, you look at the Paladins, which, uh, they're four-piece. Whenever you block a physical attack, which you're doing about half the time, you have a chance to increase your block value by 20% for eight seconds. Uh, and then even their two-piece, whenever you avenge your shield, which is on like a, depending on your haste value and things like that, you're looking at like, I don't know, 13, 14 second cooldown. So whenever every 13 or 14 seconds you hit with your avenger shield, not to mention you have procs that reset your avenger shield cooldown. And that's something that you can throw out and increase your block chance by 12% for five seconds. So that's happening constantly. Whereas the monk, you're just, every time you dodge an attack, you're gaining two energy. I mean, it just, I don't know. I feel like, I mean, I could go through all the other tank set bonuses. I mean, briefly, I actually compare the warrior real quick. um, Because that one was another one of the strong ones. Uh, Anytime you shield slam, you have an 8% chance to automatically cast shield block. Huge. Huge two-piece. Mm-hmm, uh, Four-piece, when, sh- when shield block is active, your shield block value is increased by an additional 5%. That one's a little bit on the weaker side, but it's still something that's just like that helped. You know I mean? It's like you shield block often, and you're basically reducing the damage you take by 5%. And then you look back at the monk thing, and it's like when you use purify brew, you gain one stack of elusive brew. I just... It, I don't understand how it got nerfed to the point to where it is, and if that doesn't get buffed, I mean that that could single-handedly make my decision between what I'm going to play between like a monk or a warrior or a, a different class or something. And do you the, think that? Oh, go ahead, Lublin. Were you gonna? Say, the uh, the only thing I can think of why they would come about that is they saw uh, brewmasters using serenity, which gives them 60 seconds of shuffle for doing very little, and they just saw them racking up that set bonus. Um, I, I share a lot of the same concerns in that, especially in an AOE situation where like a Paladin set mm-hmm. bonus legitimately just get out of control. But for us, uh, like the two piece almost feels like something monks need baseline, uh, because in, especially like in a AOE tanking situation, monks are actually relatively weak, uh, versus our, uh, counterparts from the other classes. But. And and that's also going into play with the nerf to the stance as well because it used to be twenty five percent damage to, uh, reduction now it's only ten percent magic damage reduction so it's kind of like 
they there's kind of, an armor buff to it, it too. There's a, yeah, a slight armor. There's armor buff, which is going to scale up obviously with the gear that you get. So you're going to hope that you get some good rolls in the RNG on your items to be Oof. able to get the extra armor. <laughs> the Diablo loot system. Yeah. <laughs> yeah which, good old Diablo. Cause that's what I wanted to do when I'm playing WoW is play Diablo. So, <laughs> and then, I mean, that kind of goes into the, the idea though, too, of when you mention the serenity being a possible exploitation, but if you're going to be sitting there and you're going to be hitting every, you know, was it one and a half seconds? Of, yeah, it's it's you know, I mean, the the serenity combo with it is strong, but a you're giving up if you needed another talent, you're pigeonholing mm-hmm. yourself into that talent, and then b you would be sitting there spamming purifying brew, which does no damage. So I mean, there's like a give and take to it. Yes, it does synergize with the set bonus well, but b you're giving up damage output heavily to just gain stacks of elusive brew. And, you know, I mean, yeah, I, I just, I don't think that it was, I, I definitely know for a fact it was overly nerfed. And I, th- I think that ultimately it comes that what I, I even put it on Twitter. I think that maybe what Blizzard is doing is just looking, they're running a sim upon like damage intake mm-hmm. and they're just like putting in like, uh, you know, the values and looking at the overall damage outcome of what a tank is. They're not looking at how a tank fares on, tank swap fights or yeah. just in the situ in the moment type situation making and things like that. And you know, that's ultimately I think that that is what matters because that's like saying with current content uh, or, or whatever, you know, avoidance is going to look better on paper because over the course of the fight, you're going to take less damage. Right. But in reality, you that no one really went for avoidance because you wanted consistency. You know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. like, I know it was a big thing back with the DKs and uh, Kata where everybody was like wanting to run Rune of, I think it was called like Sword Shatter, whatever one gave you 4% avoidance. And I was always a proponent of the Stone Skin Gargoyle because it gave you the flat HP and the armor reduction, which was always there on every single hit. And people were like, well, the other one is better. Look at the, you know, overall damage tape. But I'm just like, look, man, you're looking at, you know, the wrong number. You want to know what the number is every time you get hit. Instead of just the number at the end of the fight, how much damage you're taking? It's yeah, al- go ahead. It's, uh, it's almost like a instead of them looking at real life scenarios that we're actually going to be tanking in, where there's, there's a bit more focus on what does the spreadsheet say? Mm-hmm. Okay, this this looks even. I mean, and like going back to the set bonuses, we get almost a trade off, if you will, if we want to take full advantage of it. Whereas other tanks, they get a flat out bonus. It's it's it could be a potentially an interesting trade off, but it's not a trade off I want from my set bonus. I want. What my do you set mean bonus. by a trade off exactly? What you're talking about, how if you wanted to really take advantage of the set bonus to get all that elusive brew, you're sacrificing something. Oh, you can't even. I meant that with the four stacks of. Yeah, that's the, like, the four. With yeah, now the, four the current stack. setup with one, no. I wouldn't even bother with it because like you would literally be spending. You'd just be spamming purified brew for one stack at a time. It's like legitimately, unless you were. I guess, I mean, it would be so situational at that point. It would be like a situation where you absolutely had to have 15 stacks and that was the talent that you took to make sure that you did it and things like that. But I mean, yeah, it's just, it, it, when, it's like, yeah, it's. It, it only happened during Serenity itself is really yes. what, yeah. Well, it's also too, you have to think about the fight because, you know, I think what uh, Soul Dance would, might be actually a little powerful on ones that have a lot of magic damage. You might want to take that, you know, as a result, correct? Or is it still? Oh, for or, sure. You know, is is it going to be maybe going with just chi explode? I mean, also in a chi explosion too. I mean, you have to think about the whole facets of the monk. And I think, like you mentioned, Rig, it's almost like they're, you know, like running a yeah, like a simulator, like a, a patchwork esque fight of where this is how much damage coming out every so often. How are they reducing it and then looking at the the flat numbers of it, which is very very strange, you know, theory for how you know tanks actually perform in a raid. Yeah, and uh, I mean the the Mon talents are yet again probably I don't I don't want to say the best just because I'm not too fluent with a lot of the other ones right now, but I would make an argument against any other class that they are one of the best set of talents. You know, I mean because it just I felt monks always had kind of like the best you mm-hmm. know overall pool of talents to choose from, and I still feel that way. And the level 100 talents are very diverse. You know, I mean you've got the 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 one that gives you the magic reduction with your shuffle. You've got the one that adds another AOE thing to your toolkit, and then you've got the Serenity, which gives you single target, uh, you know, gain and things like that. So I mean, I think that the you know the talents are definitely strong additions to the monk going into wad. But yeah, I mean, I'm really annoyed at the set bonus current standing. 
And what are your thoughts then as well with that uh, LeBlue on the on the talents? We haven't really gotten your opinion on that. Yeah, Do you think um, it's the same thing? Do you think it's just really strong talents and diverse I, that way? Or I like all the talents too. Uh, I think I do agree they're diverse. Uh, I think really my big concern because you basically have serenities, you're defensive over, you're like just take it normally unless you have some situation. Uh, chi explosions mm-hmm. more for damage. And then my only concern with Soul Dance is if we will see a situation to where we'd want to take it over Serenity or if you're pushing damage. Because um, I like that's probably since I saw it at BlizzCon when I was on that computer. Um, that was actually the one I was really super excited about. Um, it's just, but when you look at it to the other talents, we're at the very, we're missing a lot of damage. And I don't know if the amount of mitigation you get from it outside of like a fight like Lei Shi, which is incredibly rare, um, at least from memory anyway. And Rig, I don't know if you saw a boss where you'd say, Soul Dance, this is what I need. But, yes, for uh, sure. There definitely were. But, um, I don't know. It's going to kind of be something we're going to will depend probably a lot on how I feel about my healers, to be honest, for Soul Dance. But otherwise, I'm I'm a pretty big fan of the tier. I would mind seeing Soul Dance have some sort of offensive component. But at the same time, it's not a bad tier for sure relative to others. Yeah, that's the one thing you always have to think about, too, is, you know, what kind of healers you're rolling with at the time. And, you know, especially how those classes are kind of, go. you know, I think it's this first tier in general. And especially since we have those that two week break going into um, the the first uh, uh, instance. Or is it? Yeah. Two, three, two weeks. Three weeks. Two and a half. Yeah, two and a half. Yeah, because yeah. 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 I always think of Tuesday. See, I'm looking at that Tuesday day always. It's just hard boiled into me to the Thursday now. So, yeah, two and a half week going into it will be. You know, I think that's what the, a smart play by them to have that break to get everybody kind of geared up to get some alts geared up as well. If you're going to be doing that, I know Rig, you're definitely. You guys will definitely be doing that uh, for the first uh, the tiers the tier uh, run through. And also to get kind of, you know, playing around what kind of class you want to be, because I could see people right now saying, oh, I'm going to be this class and then actually playing and saying, you know, I don't like how this is playing out. I'm going to swap to this other one. And also they're going to be doing a, a lot of changes as well throughout the, you know, the, the, you know, hot fixes and things like that. If they find people are abusing something when they actually get to level 100, when they only have a few people that are actually getting on the, the beta right now. And when they actually get it to live. So we'll have to like really look in how that, uh, everything kind of plays out as far as the tuning goes and as far as the talents go. But, um, yeah, it's just, I agree with you rig with the, the concept of the brewmaster being kind of like that viable, but not strong with the other three main ones. Um, you know, being the paladin and the the warrior currently, just what's looking like, especially on the latest simulation craft results, it's just you know warriors the best. I mean, the damage, um, damage taken, you know, and then also the like the the damage taken per second type of stuff, and then the like how much you're actually ta- how much how much it feels like you're taking. They're like number one on everything, which is very odd. Um, and I guess and that also goes right into the next question of how much damage you are taking. And that is actually going to go mainly for rig, but also uh, LeBlue, if you want to you know, chime in, if you've done any like kind of the heroic testing or any kind of testing in there or just doing LFR or whatnot, tanking stuff. And that's kind of going into uh, like, how is the tier bonuses that you were you using the tier bonuses on your mythic testing with the brewmaster rig or no? Yes. Yes. So once. Uh, so is that like where you're coming with your main philosophies for the set bonuses and were they like an integral part or. I guess and I guess I mean, it may I, it, going into like mythic testing and then also going into the first tier since we might you know might not meet up until after the first tier is, is cleared um, or you know at least you know in between it um, is it like you you know you mentioned that they're not going to be available for the for the first zone um, right so I guess I mainly yeah, the, going on that questioning um I guess what, wait, so I guess clarify your question. So I'm kind of, that felt like it was. Oh, it's, it's kind of like a two-parter. So like your thoughts on like when you're doing the, the mythic testing on, on the, like having the, the tier bonuses, you know, we kind of mentioned how they are looking out with how the, you know, the numbers are looking and how the abilities are actually playing into. But as far as like, you know, say gemming or gearing options, things like that, going into mythic rate testing, were you kind of going like all out, getting as much as you can to act like you've, this is, you've had us on farm for a while, or were you going with, you know, lesser quality gear to see how it would actually feel when you're doing it for the first round? Okay. Yeah. Uh, we did both. I mean, obviously like just trying to, you know, see both sides. I mean, cause well, I think the majority of mythic testing early on, there were no tier options on the vendor, and then the tier was added later on. 
So, uh, you know, everybody tests out the tier, obviously, once it was uh, put out there. As far as, like, the gymming and stuff goes, um, I don't even think that I had a piece of gear that had sockets on it. I know people were, like, uh, sometimes the gear would spawn on the vendor that had a socket and things like that, but um, the gymming wasn't really something I messed with uh, on the beta. We were just kind of, like, you know, more so than anything, getting fight repetition and, you know, strats and things like that, but... um, I don't know. Like I said, it's I, I did the majority of my testing on a monk and a warrior. Uh, did some on the Death Knight, and uh, you know Absalom obviously is uh, doing all of the Paladin testing. So uh, pretty much we have a solid sample size of four of the five tank classes. I just uh, just the way the Druid is made. I don't. It's not really something that is you know barring them being insanely overpowered or something i don't really ever see that being an option for our guild just because of you know your i win button is rng based you know your active mitigation is savage defense so it's it's very frustrating because there's a lot of times where you just need mitigation and a druid outside of shield walling or bark skinning doesn't have that and uh you know it's it's something that I felt should have been addressed in their set bonuses, you know, maybe give them a, I know that, I think it was, is it the current set bonus that after the Druid Savage Defense falls, they gain a, uh, they gain a damage reduction for X amount of seconds or something like that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, the Druid does have, uh, actually a couple of talents that give them a better option. I know you can buff Savage Defense where it gets a hundred percent avoidance, but it's half the duration. I know you can, uh, both pulverize and that's like 20% or something like that. But, uh, I mean, I just, I think overall, you know, the plate tanks are, are king. Um, I don't, I don't honestly know if like they're going to end up nerfing them. I know I mentioned it earlier that I think they should kind of maybe buff the other ones instead, Mm -hmm. but, uh, I would not be surprised if you did, if we, if we saw some paladin warrior nerfs, um, before, I mean, I don't think paladin really is, as strong as a warrior right now, I just think the Paladin set bonuses are probably mm-hmm. the strongest set bonuses out of all the tank classes. and uh, But they are probably the second most consistent. I think warriors like king shit right now across the board, both from damage intake, uh, damage consistency, and things like that. And that's, you know, ultimately what it's going to come down to. I think Monk is a solid third, like overall, but uh, their tier bonus is by far the worst of the five uh, tank classes and things like that. And I guess in the blue, the question for you, like when you've done your kind of, you know, in the beta coming around, like were you going in with like, you know, again with like the tier bonuses and actually acting like those are going to be a main source of your tanking potential or are you going in with just like the least amount of stuff? Um, I I did both. Like I got to test some heroic bosses, mm-hmm. obviously not mythic without it. And like um, it felt okay. But the difference between me and every other like I was taking the most of the time I'd be with a warrior and then specifically in mythic testing where I was healing instead there was a vast vast difference between when we had sorry my phone um vast difference between when I was healing when I had the monk tank tanking the boss uh, specifically beast lord darmac uh, in a second round of testing uh, <laughs> and then the warrior tank where the monk got mauled and the warrior, it's, it wasn't a bad at all. Um, for dungeons, though, uh, when I did get to use a set bonus, I noticed it, but it wasn't like anything super crazy. Like I could legitimately ignore it existed, and I would have never known. Yeah, and and I think that's where I'm kind of drawing the same conclusion too, because we can kind of get into the numbers and like we mentioned, serenity, possible exploitation, things like that. But it's just like I, I even now, like you don't really hit your purify constantly, right? I mean, you're not just like spamming it all the time to get your stacks up. So it was more of like, hey, you hit your purify and you like double dip into it, like you're doubling to cleanse it, and you're also doubling to get that, that extra stacks for more mitigation. So to me, it's just very odd. And I agree with you, Rig, as well with Warriors. I mean, it's just, they're so top level right now. It's not even funny. When you look across the board that we're so close to the end, they're just, you know, number one damage by a lot. They're number one, you know, tank, uh, you know, reduction by a lot. I mean, they're just so high up there that it's going to be a struggle for a lot of monks out there that are looking to be, I mean, obviously you have two spots. So hopefully you're going to be that second spot as a monk. And, you know, you're always going to want to have at least one around just in case you have to kite something, <laughs> which always, you know. Yeah, but the warrior can do that as well. You know, the warrior is the how, counterpart yeah. with, uh, you know, mobility kings or monks and warriors. But, uh, I mean, one thing I wanted to comment on what you were just saying there, because I felt it was pretty relevant. Um, oh my God, here I go with my ADD again. Uh, 
So the comment you made about, what was it? Uh, oh, yeah, Spam Purifying Brew, right? So, like, there are a lot of situations playing Monk that's, and I know I have, I have people ask me about this a lot. I remember whenever I was, we were doing Siegecrafter really early on after we finished and I was still streaming and people were like, yo, man, you're, you know, you're, you like, you need to purify more. But, like, people don't understand there's a lot of situations where you need to purify, but what's more important than purifying is getting an expel harm off or something like that, you know, or like, they're like, oh, you're not hitting keg smash on cooldown. But there are a lot of times where you don't need to be hitting keg smash on cooldown. You need to be spamming expel harm as fast as your finger can hit it to stay alive and things like that. And, uh, you know, I, I think that that's something that needs to come in play with a set bonus because it's not like you're ever, I mean, you're not, it's not like the set bonus literally puts you in a position where you're like, oh, you know, I get so many stacks from using Purify Brew, I'm going to use that any chance I get. There's still going to be plenty of situations where you're using cooldowns on other things, other, you know, things other than purifying Brew. Yeah, and especially with the, re- the removal of the healing spheres, which a lot of, you know, Brewmasters were using as that, like, oh, here's my, you know, like, oh, shit bubble area that I can walk over in case I get hit so much that I'm going to have to get a heal right away. And, of course, this also plays into the the current right well, they now still, they still have those though no i mean, just, I mean like you just the, don't have your manual yeah that's what i mean the manual like yeah, like yeah. I, I would you know be able to set like a manual stack near nearby and in yeah. case something happens i could just go over it really quick it says you know vengeance scaled with all that stuff you'd be able to like instantly full heal and then now that's gone and you have you know the, the ox statues around i mean ox ones around um but as far as it goes with um you know the expel harm i i was actually thinking maybe if they had it to where you know, maybe every time you purified brew with that set bonus, you gain a stat one stack of the elusive brew, and then maybe your next expel harm heals for ten percent more or something like that. You know, make it to where, you know, it's gonna you're gonna be using your expel harm all the time as a result. And so, like you mentioned, and and making it to where it's a bonus as well is something that I could easily see that makes it where okay, now that set bonus is a little bit more stronger. And even though they don't really have to bring the other ones way down. Do you kind of agree with maybe something like that or maybe something else with the toolkit? I mean, I think the set bonus idea is good. I think it just needs to be three stacks. I mean, they don't want mm-hmm. four. They think that's too strong. Okay, cool. Go to three. But one is too yeah. too small, like too small of an amount. And the reason I think that they shouldn't change what it does is because it addresses a very direct issue of the monk, and that is lack of scale, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, so when you get a lot more crit, you have a lot more EB stacks rolling in, which in turn smooths out a lot of the damage because you end up dodging a lot of attacks and things like that. So it's, uh, you know, it's, I like where they're going with a set bonus. I just don't understand where this, like, one value came from. I think it's just a knee-jerk reaction to where people probably saw that four was pretty, like, you know, very strong, yeah. and there were probably some people that were uh, exploiting and things like that. And uh, I know yeah, I, I, I tweeted Celestial on that, yeah. you know, it was... I wanted it to proc off of Chi Explosion also. Like whenever you would Chi mm-hmm. Explosion and purify your brew, I felt that, that it should proc off of that. I know it wasn't doing that fixed, either. I think they fixed that though. They, so it does proc now when I you do Chi Explosion? I want to say that it does when you do okay. Chi Explosion now. So they did fix that. Yeah, you know, I'm also really surprised they didn't just go to two. I mean, that's like half half of it. I mean, that yeah, I mean, reduced exactly, that potency man. by just, half. And then I think two would be like two, two and a half to three is I think – yeah, like you mentioned, is that's probably where, you know, because you're not, you're only going to get what, like, not even ten casts. You're going to get like maybe say eight, eight casts. Let's say if you're if you're really good, of of purifying brew. If you're going to do this the spam stuff it with serenity, and that's not going to give you a full stack of, of brew, <laughs> yeah. right? And it, right now that is giving you like eight stacks of elusive. So yeah. You're telling me I would sit there for like legitimately the duration of a cooldown to get eight stacks. Well, but I mean, if you're elusive yeah. brew, but if you get I mean, it to it two, just, it's, it's sixteen. Mind so. blowing. Yeah, I mean, I just I don't understand how. Like, I, I even tweeted it, man. How someone has not said, hey, boss, this is, you know, this isn't where it needs to be or this is bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, just like, I don't understand how someone hasn't stepped up and pointed it out. Well, because and, it is The one thing, too, is it maybe comical. Yeah, I mean, it could be, too, that maybe that it is because, I mean, they're doing a lot of builds. Like, I mean, never know. I mean, the build that they're deploying today may actually be something in there where it goes back up to two. Because I could see, too, even if you, ex- like, you know, we call it exploit, but, I mean, really – take full advantage of the serenity to spam to get that buff up you're hindering yourself so much i mean you you could probably even see your your uh, stagger fall off and then you're just going to get trucked even harder so that yeah that elusive brew is really worth your stagger falling off you know that type of stuff and then two is definitely more reasonable yeah. i was actually surprised as well myself from my vantage point that definitely two is what i thought they're first going to nerf it too like yeah i don't know for me it's a four piece tier set you know what i mean yeah. it's just yeah. like I, I it's that 
you know, it's, I don't know. It, oh, God. It's, like, so frustrating, man. Yeah. Because it's, it, like, they're, honestly, I, I feel like the tier set bonuses are, you know, I mentioned this last time I was on the show. Mm-hmm. There, it just, it feels so much more engaging when the set bonuses are always something that are just, like, massive or just super important or yeah. it's like man i got my four set yes like you know soul. it's just like yeah it, it just it feels mm-hmm. super important it's like a milestone when you get your four set right but i guess they're trying to go away from that and just make it kind of like a, a small perk where it's like oh well i got my four piece that'll be a little bit better you know and i mean it's just i personally enjoyed the you know it being a super important modification to an existing ability or just like a new element altogether to your class or something like that but that's yeah that's not to, the case to be fair um, most first tier set bonuses at least in memory are usually really bland and boring I mean for Christ's sake the old brewmaster one I remember from tier 14 was really 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 boring um, tell that to the pattern of the warrior <laughs> of the upcoming tier but yeah I was about to actually yeah. say theirs, theirs looks almost like you'd see in this next tier or the tier after like where we're stuck with what you'd assume expect from a first expansion tier raid set bonus, um, they get this really cool shiny one that's you'd expect from like the second or third tier, and I, I I'm a little disappointed with that uh, when you look at them side by side. And I guess then that kind of goes right into the second part of the question, which I know I kind of d- doubled up with the question there uh, was actually like you mentioned, and you know just recently, actually a couple days, uh, you know when uh, Mana Flask. Not a couple days ago, actually almost a month ago, but they did release a a list of all the the loot that drops, and there is actually no tier in the first raid instance. So Highmall is right. completely just. It's almost. I mean, it is identical to um, what was it? Um, the first uh, the first one, right? The uh, in mop. I'm, I'm forgetting it. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's identical to Mogoshan Vaults. Uh, where there's nothing in there, and then the next one has it. So, what, what's your thoughts on that rig? Do you think that's actually good, just to get people get, getting gear? Do you th- would you like have had, say, like a gloves, or maybe get the two piece in that first raid instance? Yeah. The latter, for sure. I mean, I'm always like, I don't. I mean, it's it would be really cool if they had two of the pieces in there. That way, you could, you know, you've got like your month or how two months, however long they plan on us farming that. To farm in and get a two-piece bonus for the majority of your raiders and things like that, whereas opposed to just going into uh, foundry, you know, without any tier, and you know, but uh, and then you're playing the RNG game where you're hoping you get your guild, you know, the majority two-piece, and it just, I think it would be a lot more consistent if they were to offer, you know, two pieces in high mall and three in, in foundry, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I doubt that's going to be a change that happens. Don't forget Warfor or Iron tier pieces too, because now you can get that in tertiary yeah. stats and sockets, and because more Diablo loot. <laughs> and I guess then yeah, it kind of plays into it, like the Diablo style system. It's going to be so odd for those of us who, you know, I played Diablo obviously, but I just played it for the story more more sense because I got it free with the uh, annual pass. But uh, it's going to be very interesting to see how that kind of plays out and how gear is going to go because. You could see people taking, say, another set bonus over someone because they want hope that it, the when they roll it, it's going to be a, you know, a, a war, an iron forged socket tertiary stat piece that's going to be so strong that you're going to be able to get like probably keep that for the rest of the tier, maybe even into the next tier. Um, and I know Rig, you kind of mentioned that, and Libli did also as well, like more Diablo style. But what are your thoughts on that? Do you think that's as far as like tanking specific? Is it going to be where okay, I can always make sure to upgrade something, or is it going to be still how it is now, where you're going to get like get to a good point and then let the DPS kind of take items? I don't think you're ever going to be giving tier out based on uh, you know the RNG component of like the roll system. And I mean, it is. I mean, to expand on that, I think that it is very, very. Like I understand. Okay, I understand the reasoning for doing it, and their whole reasoning behind it is to make loot feel important six months in the farm. But I would rather be playing alts or doing sales. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I understand that my desires and, and and motivation for playing the game is different than the average person, and the average person doesn't want to play an alt probably, and they want to just play their main and things like that. But I feel like it could be even frustrating for them because the odds of 
your entire guild getting every piece of gear that they want with, you know, rolling it being Warforged or Thunderforged, whatever. Like, rolling it being Forged, whatever the name of the new one is. Um, then rolling it with a socket and then rolling it with the tertiary stat that you want. That's like three different rolls that you're going to have to get, right? So, I mean, you're like, I'm pretty sure it would be impossible for an entire 20-man Mythic Raid team to have, you know, quote-unquote, BIS gear going into the uh, X-Pack. And then what were your thoughts as well, the blue on that? Is it the same as well as far as how gearing options are going to be playing out as far as when you're going to be gearing yourself for the tank? Yeah, I, um, it, like, I'm not going to take any preference on loot, to be quite honest. Um, like, obviously, we're not, like, like, super way up there. for Like, I think we're maybe top 1,000. I don't honestly remember. But, like, we're going to prioritize our DPS, but we won't give it, like, it's like, oh, you have a set bonus. We're not going to give them one over someone else. Um, it's just because, it's like, that could be a bigger upgrade. Uh, I, again, I just don't like that system on tier pieces. I thought, I vaguely remember somewhere them saying that the choice between a Warforged piece and a tier piece is a choice you get to make as a player. And they've kind of taken that away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is very odd that they're making the the difference, like making that to where I mean, I can understand what they're doing. They don't want people just to like de it because you know right now everybody's kind of throwing away the tier pieces because it's you know it's not a, a, a boost over say a, a Warforged or something like that. But to have it to where it has you know I would I maybe like the tertiary stats might be okay or a socket would be okay, but not like you know all of those like you mentioned rig like there's like four or five rolls just to get a good like your best abyss yeah. item slot, which is ridiculous compared to how it is now. Um, go ahead. I'm pretty sure you're going to see, I'm pretty sure you're going to see change, but I mean, yeah, go ahead. The, the, I mean, like the quest for best in slot, I, I don't know why it's exactly a bad thing. Um, even now it's relatively difficult to accomplish. It's not impossible, but it's difficult to accomplish. Um, and I, I, I mean, I won't see best in slot probably because it's just been my RNG. I was a 10 man raider until May, uh, after we killed Garrosh, but, I mean, I won't see best in slot, and there's no way in God's green earth I'm seeing best in slot and in warlords, and that's kind of depressing a little bit because getting best in slots a lot of fun. Knowing that there's no like, unless the odds favor me and I just win the lottery, I'm not going to get best in slots. It's kind of frustrating. And I mean, it's to expand on that though. It's it's not just the it's the more of the frustration from the guilds all because what I don't think Blizzard understands what and this is why I said I think there's going to be you're going to see changes to this loot system almost I I would I almost want to guarantee it but with Blizzard I've learned that that's not ever logic never prevails a lot of the times so like it's looking at this from a guild standpoint right let's say you're in uh, an instance five months in you literally can't have people swap to an alt because they have to be in there on the off chance of coining to so you know you've got to win the roll to get loot on your coin then you have to you know win the roll to get it being warforged then you have to win the roll to have it getting a socket and then you have to win the roll to it getting uh you know the, the the tertiary stat that you want and things like that so it's like you're i i just i don't understand in what universe they have thought that this was i mean it does make loot matter but it makes loot matter for the wrong it's going to be yeah. extremely frustrating for everyone involved well also uh, I mean, if like a raid team all of us like say for instance you know you're gonna be going up against you know method and paragon and things like that let's say paragon all of a sudden they get good roles on their highest dps players and you're their dps players go in there and carry the team i mean that's that's could that could determine a world a world first race right there just being able to get a, a couple items of tertiary stats in the earlier bosses, do you think that as well? Like that could be, or do you think it's not? It's not as big like it used to be with how the loot plays into it. Uh, I definitely think loot RNG is super important still, but I don't think that the, the tertiary stats are that important. I don't think any like okay. you know if you get like one or two pieces with solid tertiary stats. That's I mean, if you get somebody like if you get like a bunch of Warforged trinkets or you know Thunderforged weapon or whatnot like. That would be a lot more important, I think, than get rolling a socket on a tier gear or something like that. So, 
Um, especially if you roll a weapon that has all that shit, you know what I mean? Like it's a Thunderforge weapon with a, a socket, <laughs> and it's just like holy. Could we be like be... rubbing your head for luck because you maybe have like yeah. the golden roll or something? <laughs> yeah, and you know you get that on like a mage or a warlock or something, and then mm-hmm. they're literally just like shit stomping. Whereas <laughs> you know the like let's say one guild gets three weapons like that, and another guild gets none. That can be the difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, a lot of the times that still isn't the case. A lot of times it's you know the best guild ends up winning. And things like that, but it is very frustrating for that to be, uh, you know, a variable you have to deal with. Um, but uh, to go back on something that was said earlier, uh, and I know I, it's not uh, just him that said it. I know some people were messaging me about that on Twitter, like, "Oh, well, the first tier set bonuses are always kind of mundane." And um, I was actually going through Wildhead while we've been talking here for a second. I just wanted to like look at, uh, you know, here are the Warrior two pieces coming into Mop and the four piece. Reduces the cooldown of your last stand by 60 seconds. That's the two-piece of the war- first-tier warrior bonus. Their four-piece was reduces the cost of your shield block by five rage and increases the damage absorbed by your shield barrier by 5%. So, I mean, like, those are pretty two, two strong ones. Uh, set bonuses for the Death Knight coming in. Reduces the cooldown of your vamp blood by 20 seconds. Huge. It's like a one-third cooldown reduction on your one of your main abilities. Same for the warrior that was one-third on the last stand. And then four set was increase the healing done by your death strike by 10%, which which synergizes with the Death Knight Mastery and things like that. So, I mean, it's definitely not something that they can just rest on. Like, you know, tier bonuses have always been, you know, Monday in the first tier. I mean, it definitely yeah. isn't the case. And it, even, it, it isn't even the case going into this tier with several of the tank classes. So, I mean, it's just, I don't, yeah. I, it's the, 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 I can't find anything to make sense of the logic, to be honest. Yeah, and it's just going to be one of those things we'll have to play in to see how they change because I know they've really stated, which is kind of odd to me and I've really picked up on, but they always keep stating with like the whole flying incident and stuff like that and if they're going to bring flying back and whatnot in like 6.1. And I think a lot of these the systems that they're bringing up right now, like you mentioned, Rig, will either will change or are going to be up for change, especially if players do not like how they play in 6.1. I think 6.1, which will probably be another raid tier, is going to be the patch that people are going to be looking at to where it's going to be a lot of changes are going to take place. And um, we'll just have to kind of keep our eyes and ears on that and also keep looking at all the... the uh, PTR changes or and the beta changes. I know PTR just got updated again with a lot of stuff with uh, more of the tuning that there's going on in the beta. So it's looking looking more in line. So if you're able to get on the PTR, you can go kind of test out how things are going to look in 6.0, the pre patch. And uh, you know, don't be bothered about how bad you see on SimCraft and stuff like that because it's always like that when an expansion comes out because they are tuning it for level 100, not for level 90. Um, any last uh, thoughts or statements or anything like that for Brewmasters before we kind of head out here? Because it seems like we've really covered everything uh, you know I wanted to cover on the subject. Uh, the only thing I would say would be, regardless of any of this current state or any of that, I just pray to God that they do not make changes in the middle of mm-hmm. the progression race. <laughs> and I well, am so best. afraid. <laughs> I am so afraid that that's what's going to happen because right now. I feel like they haven't gotten the amount of testing that they need. I mean, they have done an, you know, more testing than average, but I think that a lot more testing is needed based on how many changes are taking place. Mm-hmm. And I am kind of – I mean, this is one benefit to not having Tyrion Highmall. Yeah. I'm not putting it past them to do like some sort of class realignment going into – uh, foundry, but that is going to be frustrating if we prioritize certain classes who are strong on gear during high mall just to see them get hit with a nerf bat or somebody get buffed more so than you know to put them at a, a, a position where they're you know they would get that raid slot over someone else. So, um, worst case scenario is going to be mid progress changes, but I do think that it is inevitable. And Lulu, any last thoughts on uh, Brewmaster or you know going into Wad or anything like that that you're thinking of? Uh, that we didn't really cover today? Um, not really. I, for myself personally, I'm not horrific. I'm not worried too badly on how awful uh, Brewmasters may or may not turn out uh, since tuning is obviously still happening at a rapid rate. And I fully expect the full first three weeks, even like as we were leveling the first day, to just see a flurry of patch notes mm-hmm. and fixes as somebody solos one of the world bosses <laughs> with X tank. Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, I'm not too too concerned for myself personally, and I mean, if it still shows that paladins are super super good, relative speaking, my my GM's changing from Death Knight to Warrior this X pack, and 
I'm, I'm going to have a paladin alt ready to roll just in case. So yeah, which is which is you know one of those things that you never want to hear. You know, people in the community kind of like say oh, I'm done with with monk, but I mean that's just kind of how it is in this day and age. If you want to perform and you want to get that raid spot, especially with only 20 players now, you don't have those five spots open. That if you're maybe playing an underperforming class to be able to sneak in and get a raid spot, so. Uh, everything is kind of going to be in limbo, and like I agree with you, though I I yeah, fully expect someone to solo, unexpectedly <laughs> solo something and just ki- kill it, get all the loot, and just be like, oh, that c- class is so OP, you need to nerf it. I hope it's a death knight. <laughs> I want to see a death knight do it. I don't think that they'll make any changes until they start seeing raid numbers, because I think that they've got a pretty good standing of where things are going to be on you know your five end dungeons mm-hmm. and things like that, and I, I definitely think that you'll start seeing. The changes fly once the raids open the first week of heroics and things like that. Yeah, and, and we'll definitely have to have uh, both you guys back too when we get around to that as well. Because you know, like I said, this is going to be the last one looking like until you know wad hits. So uh, you know, hopefully Reggie will be you know spamming out those eight alts that you have or six alts, right? Isn't that what you guys normally do, or is it going to twelve? Twelve. You're going to do twelve this time. <laughs> I don't. We don't know yet. <laughs> we have all this time now. I mean, this is like the first time yeah. we've had so much time. Usually, it's like we yeah. got to spam till Tuesday to get in there. Now it's like a couple weeks. I mean, it's it's one of those things that's gonna be really crazy to see what happens. But uh, we'll definitely have to get you back on and see how you're thinking of like all the the dungeons and stuff. And definitely after the first uh, tier is as well, get you back on because I know when you guys are going into that farm mode, it's gonna be you know I don't want to drag you away and have you you know get get frustrated with monks or anything like that. So. uh you know, definitely give Rig a follow as well on Twitter at Rignaros and then also twitch.tv slash RignarosBL for his uh, Twitch stuff on there. Follow, Give him a follow and subscribe. Do you have a subscribe button yet? Yes. yes. So yes. Yeah, Make sure to subscribe. Yeah, de- yeah definitely. Yeah, go yeah, hit him. Give him a subscribe. You know, you get those nice cool emotes that you can spam around. And then, our, and then again, just to let people know that are listening that are, you know, big Blood Legion fans, uh, it's going to now, are you going to be rolling with the, you're not going to be rolling with the streaming of the first kills. It's going to be uh, affinity, right? He's going to have all of them on his channel. Yeah, as well. I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to be doing, dealing with a lot more stuff. I don't want to deal with the mm-hmm. media editing and all that, but I'm sure affinity will be yeah. on top of that. And then to just follow his Twitter too, as well. Cause it, you will be announcing on Twitter. I, I remember last yes. year you did as well. So if, you know, once, I think what is the are you, are you still going to do the once six people have killed it they're going to be releasing the video or has, I mean uh, depending on I guess, I depending mean, on when the Russians release it first <laughs> pretty much yeah the Russians are wild card when it comes to that so I mean optimally we'd probably like to wait for you know four or five guilds to kill it at least mm-hmm. but I mean me personally I wish that people would just wait like a week or two but that's just not yeah. how it works anymore they just throw out videos yeah, they want to get those those like views those like the yeah. first views are always the most important um and then uh also you know thanks LeBlue for joining us first time this week uh and uh, give him a follow on Twitter at and I'm going to have to spell this out cuz I don't know how to pronounce it K A G E R A I underscore LeBlue L E B U B L U E and then uh yeah give him a follow on Twitter and then also uh join him on Monk Meditation which Tapes on Monday, I believe. That's when the live show yeah, is. This, this Monday so, is the next one. Yeah, so this um, Monday, go join them. Go hang out in the chat and troll like I usually do when I'm at work because you guys always record at, when I'm at work and I troll everybody in there. Uh, and so, yeah, yeah, give them a follow there and then, you know, watch uh, Monk Meditation. It, and again, thanks, Blue for joining us. It's nice to have, you know, a fresh mindset in the Brewmaster community kind of kind of join in. And uh, and Rignos, always thank you very much for joining this week. Yeah, man. Glad to be here, as always. And if you want to get in contact with the show, you can go and reach us at Monk Podcast on Twitter. Show up MonkCraftPodcast.com if you have any questions or anything like that. You'd like to maybe ask Rick next time he's on the show or or LeBlue or any of the other experts that we have on. And then also MonkCraftPodcast.com where we have all the archived videos on there. And you can go ahead and just browse all the – I mean, not videos, uh, podcasts. All the episodes are on there. You can go and listen to those at your leisure. And uh, we thank you for joining us this week on Podcast. And we hope to have you back here each and every week. Take care.